you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Good morning, football presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. Live in New York City, it's Friday, January 13th. Ooh, Friday the 13th. I'm Jamie Erdahl, it's Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, Hello. Jason McCourty. Time for the lead blog. Lead blog. All right, so Lamar Jackson, who we have talked about all week, has now spoken himself. He tweeted this yesterday. Thank you, everyone, for your support and concerns regarding my injuries. I want to give you all an update as I am in the recovery process. I have suffered a PCL grade 2 sprain on the borderline of a strain 3. There is still inflammation surrounding my knee and my knee remains unstable. I'm still in good spirits as I continue with treatments on the road to recovery. I wish I could be out there with my guys more than anything. But I can't give a 100% of myself to my guys and fans. I'm still hopeful we still have a chance. Mm It's a lot. We appreciate the information from one Lamar Jackson. It's been, it felt like a long time coming because we've all kind of been waiting for information and we got it from himself. Ian Rappaport joining us now to unpack it a little bit for us. Ian, what else can you tell us about Lamar, the Ravens looking ahead this weekend? Yeah, there was a lot there. And the fact that Lamar Jackson was specific about his PCL injury, which we've known, we've known it was a moderate PCL sprain, uh, probably about three weeks, I think was the initial thought, obviously took a little more and has continued to take a little more. But the fact that Lamar Jackson took to Twitter and gave injury details a little bit outside the team dynamic is at least interesting. Now, he's a star quarterback. It is his body. He gets to have that kind of say. It's just something we rarely, rarely see from an athlete, certainly an athlete this high profile. But it makes sense that Lamar Jackson guys would want to explain, here's why I'm not playing. And and this is something I've consistently heard. He has done well. He has done rehab. He has done everything he's been asked to do. He's just not ready. He mentioned his knee being unstable. It's not exactly my understanding of things. An ACL would be something you describe as unstable. PCL is more uncomfortable, but he is dealing with swelling. He is, it seems, after that, uh, after getting out in the rehab field, after working out, 
He's having to manage a knee in a way that uh, he probably is not used to and certainly does not want to. All of this explains why Lamar Jackson is not going to be on the field this week. He's got a shot at next week. We will see if they get there, but not this week. Meanwhile, Tyler Snoop Huntley, who seems to be set to be the starter, was a limited participant in practice yesterday, uh, was throwing in front of reporters. That's a good sign, dealing with tendonitis in his shoulder, also a wrist injury. Seems to be able to overcome those injuries and set to start. As for Lamar, we'll see. Well, injuries, plural, was what Lamar put in his tweet. Sounds like the Ravens are dealing with injuries, plural. So they'll have to do that as they head to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals, who are in fight-or-run mentality. Rap sheet, thanks. We'll talk to you in a little bit. So Lamar, he came out. He said what he said. He used very specific words like injuries, unstable, PCL, strain two, mm -hmm. almost a strain three. Jason, what do you make of Lamar coming out and putting word into action? Yeah, you can add inflammation. He used that word mm -hmm. as well. And we see the last few weeks, we haven't saw the Ravens talk a lot about Lamar's injury. It's like, all right, there's no update, there's no update. And he's right. We don't usually see a player come to Twitter to say, all right, it's a PCL injury, it's mm -hmm. grade two, but hey, it was almost grade three. And I think from Lamar Jackson's standpoint and probably whoever's advising him, because I doubt Lamar was, all right, I'm about to type this tweet and say all of these things, but it's just like, Listen, everybody's talking about this and saying Lamar's not playing. Oh, could it possibly be a contract? Is he trying to hold the Ravens hostage? And we haven't heard Lamar's in here. He's working every single day. He's trying to get back on the field. It just hasn't happened yet. And for me, I looked at this yesterday, and I was just like, this is Lamar speaking for himself. You know what? If no one else is going to say it, I'm going to let everyone know I'm here. I'm in treatment. I'm in rehab. I'm doing the things asked of me to get back on the field but my knee is not 100%. I can't give us the best chance to win this game, wildcard weekend, so I can't play. It's as easy as that. What I like about this statement is it's clearly so off the cuff and authentic, and you love that about it. Um, but listen, I've been saying all week, Lamar, speak. Please speak. You should. Use your platform. Do a video. Do a tweet. Fine. So he did, and I think it was smart that he did because the silence wasn't only deafening. The silence was becoming almost incriminating in a way, and I think it was encouraging a lot of critics, but I like that he did that. But a lot, a lot to go with here. I noticed that... Ian said that Snoop Huntley is going out there and throwing even though he's injured. You can do that. You're allowed to go out on the practice and just throw it around and see how it feels. That's cool. The other interesting thing here is that what if the Ravens win this game? And what if they beat the Bengals? And then what if they're like, we're two wins from the Super Bowl now. Now can we see the stability or the comfort or whatever it is? But it, I'm glad to hear from him. It puts a lot of things to rest. But there's almost a whole new, what is it? Can of, can of worms. worms. That's what it is. Yeah. If the Ravens win, because then Lamar, like, now we really need you out here. Look, dude. there's been skepticism on what the heck is going on here for three weeks. And then it finally bubbled up this week. But there were people who thought, all right. Week 18, you're going up against the Bengals, and there's still a chance you can win the AFC North. Like as When Lamar didn't go for Week 18, that wasn't a meaningless game. I think it was pretty much shed a light on this, that there's actually a real injury that not only is a real injury, a significant one, if he's not going to even go for that game. And now we're saying this. I actually... When I saw the tweet, I don't know who wrote it, like, as far as, like, you're saying, like, you off the cuff. Like, I don't know who performed that, because there's a lot of medical talk that I don't think yeah. Ian, myself, you guys are even as comfortable with, but Lamar nailed it. I actually think it's good that he did it, because it sort of takes the spotlight off of him and back on the team for the days that matter. I think if he's not out there with what this is, and the Ravens aren't going to be out there with what this is, the topic all week is, Lamar, Lamar, Lamar. And 52 other guys in the locker room are like, we got to prepare for a football game on Sunday, dude. Yeah. Like, so, in a weird way, this was as selfless an act that Lamar can do on Thursday afternoon, take the, the pin and knock it out of this, this balloon and this controversy. Like, 
What are all the hot take artists going to say on Friday, Saturday, mm. Sunday if Lamar's saying, I can't go, I'm hurt? There's really not much of a story. Instead, the focus is on that Ravens defense and how we could stop Joe Burrow. Mm. It's funny. You see this tweet, and like all we wanted all week is to pick something apart. And we just like are waiting. Now it's here, and all I want to do is like pick very specific words and the mm. way he said things. Like I find it fascinating that he made injury plural. I really do, because mm. I think there's might be other things at play. He's sure. just letting us in to the know on the PCL. The degree of sprain or strain I find fascinating because all of a sudden he wants people to understand that, like, I wasn't even back at the week-to-week. Those weren't even my words. Now he's really back at a, I'm speaking for myself, which I feel drives an even bigger kind of gap between team, coach, and player because he's taking this the power back into his own hands. And finally, for him to say, I can't give 100% of myself to my guys and the fans. Mm -hmm. I feel like the word organization could have been used there or... T- or mm, interesting. Guys and well, fans. On. Guys and fans. Mm-hmm. I just found that really... That stuck with me when I read it and just everything. I think when you put a tweet out like this, knowing the platform, knowing that when he speaks, he has to know that people listen mm-hmm. to use God, my guys mm-hmm. and fans. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when, Bell, when Brady retired the first... Or left to go to... T- he didn't. He did a thank you to everyone. Oh, yeah, didn't include books. Belichick. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. Is that what you're? It, it's mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. It, it's like kind of the silence is deafening. Like yeah. now and we I'll, have the words. He shouldn't need to put out that tweet. I just feel like yeah, what I know he that said frustrates you. Should have been spoken by the organization. Yes. Lamar's you wish here. he hadn't done it. No, I, I no, think no, he, he should have done it. But I wish he didn't got to this point. You're saying yes. You look at Harbaugh. His the things he said week to week. This what if Harbaugh and those guys weren't in the in the light of what exactly going on? Like, How could they not be? Is it not their position? Are... Is he is he there? Mm-hmm. Right. Is he in treatment? No. Then they know. He is, yeah. Like to your point, he's not out there on the practice field. But is he is he in the indoor running in front of the trainers, no, no, the no. general manager? Because if he's doing those things, then they all know where mm-hmm. he's at. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. To your point, Jay. Like even a simple line from Harbaugh in one of those answers about Lamar about like he's working. It's tough. It's hard. He's doing hard work. Yeah. Like it just to imply that like the challenge is in front of him and it's not behind him yeah. for his quarterback. All right. Let's take this another step further into right. Sunday's matchup because then we got to spin the wheel forward. Baltimore, Cincinnati. Can the Ravens win this game without Lamar Jackson? Peter, what do you think? I think they can. Mm. I think they have to play Ravens football and muck Mm. this thing up. Like, Sunday night, under the lights, in Cincinnati, big underdogs. There's more than Lamar to this this rivalry. In fact, these teams, they hate each other. And I think the players hate each other. I like that. I like that. I I want them to. So after Sunday's game... All the Bengals players started accusing the, the Ravens players for being dirty. They said there was a couple of dirty things that happened mm-hmm. in that game. Patrick Queen come out and spoke. Take a listen to what Patrick Queen had to yeah. say when his team was accused of being dirty against the Bengals. We'll see Sunday night. If it's smoke, it's smoke. I mean, we ain't running from nobody. If y'all feel like people was doing stuff dirty and y'all weren't at, at the same time, then, I mean, you could look at film in the past from what they was doing and stuff too. So, I mean, at the end of the day, whoever got beef with each other, they got beef with each other. But at the end of the day, we're going out there to play a football game. We ain't trying to do nothing extra, but we got a job to do. And that was, that was Burrow and Chase's college teammate. That is a guy who has history there. Oof. Look, the Ravens and Lamar had his dream season. They piled it on the Bengals. Oh, yeah. And they put up 50 points. And we're running the ball and throwing the ball. And Zach Taylor remembered <laughs> last year they play. And the Bengals started piling it on the Ravens. They had no Lamar. And in the final game they played, Zach Taylor was calling deep passes to Chase. Run it up. Run it up. Teams don't like each other. 
divisional matchup. If this thing is like 16-13 or 13-10, Ravens can win this game. That's mm-hmm. how they win. They get in a shootout. God bless them. They're not mm-hmm. having a chance. You know, Peter, you were here yesterday, and we talked about the same thing. Can the Dolphins beat the Bills? Mm-hmm. And we really couldn't come up with a reason. We tried, and we yeah. loved the Dolphins. We couldn't get there. For some reason, this one seems palatable. I- I'm not sure why. The quarterback is out. It's a division rivalry, just yeah. like the other one. But, of course, the answer is yes. I do think it has a lot to do with the quarterback. Now, if Lamar's not going to play... We don't know if Snoop Huntley's going to play. We, we, we don't know. He's out there trying. I think if he plays, they can win. This is a guy who's played really good ball. He played really good ball last year. He can, he can, he can chuck it. If he can't go, then we're back to Anthony Brown, who's an undrafted rookie and who threw two interceptions against the Bengals about 20 minutes ago. I think it's a lot to ask of the guy to go out and play, outplay Joe Burrow and go back and forth. Or maybe it's a lot to ask of Queen and Roquan and whatnot to hold. You're going to hold the Bengals to 16, 13 points? I don't know if you are, especially on their field. I actually think this, this season hangs in the balance in the training room of the Baltimore Ravens right now, having nothing to do with Lamar. With Lamar's not going to be out there. With Huntley. We can win with, our, with one hand behind our back. We can't win with two. We can't just be doing headbutts. That's the only way. I think if Snoop Huntley plays, they can win. Really tough if he doesn't. It's like the Dolphins could beat the Bills with Teddy Bridgewater. I do think on a yeah. given yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Skylar Thompson's going to be tough. Yeah. That's, that's where we're at with the Ravens. Yeah. Hangs in the balance of the training room. I love that. And I, I'm right with both of you guys. I think the Ravens have a chance to win this game. Just when they played Cincinnati in Week 18, the Baltimore Ravens had four turnovers. The touchdowns that Cincinnati scored, the three of them they scored, were all off turnovers. The two uh, interceptions that Brown threw and then also the sack fumble yeah. in the end zone. All right. Those are all three of the touchdowns. The defense played well. So thing that's going to add, Mark Andrews is back. J.K. Dobbins is going to be playing this week. Got rested up in week 18 for his opportunity to come back here in the wild card round and be able to go out there and play. Since returning, since week 14, he's been the leading rusher in the NFL, averaging seven yards per carry. So getting this guy back on the field, Peter just said the Ravens need to muck it up. Play good defense and hold on to the ball. And how you do that is hand it off to a good running back. Gus Edwards was still able to practice yesterday on a limited basis. If you can get Dobbins out there, the mixture of him and Gus Edwards, you can mm. hold on to the ball long enough, play good defense, make this an ugly win, and you could possibly move on to the next round and maybe get Lamar back. Yeah, there feels like there are opportunities for solutions for how the Ravens can beat him. J.K. Dobbins is one of them, muck it up defensively. How is it possible that Roquan Smith gets traded midseason, signs a five-year, $100 million deal this week, and yet we're not really talking about it. We have not once addressed it on the show because Lamar Jackson, I mean, rightfully so, the cloud of that conversation, but Roquan Smith has made such a difference. And frankly, we were kind of awestruck at the way this defense started this season. It was not what we were used to seeing, and that goes back to last year. Since week nine, he made such a difference. He zipped this defense up like they needed something fierce. I think he could be the difference. They got to turn the ball over. They got to make Burrow uncomfortable. This Ravens defense has not allowed a 300-yard passer since week nine. Just one time. Trevor Lawrence did it. Mm. They have not allowed a 100-yard rusher since week nine. Week nine. One time they did it, Najee Harris. If they can limit one of those two factors with the Bengals, and Roquan mm-hmm. Smith's going to be a huge part of that, I think they could challenge them. 13-10 does sound like a, a where they have to head. All hang. the pressure is on Cincinnati. Yeah. They're the defending yeah. AFC champions. They've got now your second or third string quarterback. Like, Ravens have a ferocious defense. Yep. Roquan Smith's a $100 million man, and we're not talking about mm-hmm. it. I, I, look, mm-hmm. Ravens pride. There's something real there. Yep. I think we're being really nice to the Ravens. All right. Bengals haven't lost since Halloween. <laughs> They're good. Yeah. It's going to be, it might be a little bit. Since week nine. You just said they could. Bengals haven't lost. Yeah, Still to come on Good Morning Football. There's a lot of happy <laughs> football fans yeah. in Florida right now. Jags, Bucks, Dolphins. Clicked into the playoffs for the first time since 1999.
Oh, is that mixed bag trivia topic? That's Florida football. The Florida really? teams. First time since 99, all in the playoffs. Oh, that's awesome. Sunshine. When's the last time three teams from one state? Did California ever do it? Let's get into that. Uh, plus, who will be the star of the show in San Francisco on Saturday? We'll make our picks during a wild card round of Mad Minute next. Well, if you ask Buffalo fans, that is mm. the other place. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to point game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The NFC West champion 49ers kickoff Super Wild Card Weekend. Super Wild Card Weekend against the Seahawks tomorrow. <laughs> we've got a whole lot of action that follows. Super. So let's get right to it. We're doing a little combo platter here. Time for Mad Minute right. presented by National Car Rental. Here's mm-hmm. how this is going to work. One at a time. We're each going to get a wild card matchup at 60 seconds on the clock. Okay. You all will have to answer four questions about that matchup mm. before the clock runs out. It's not just football related either. You've got to have the whole plate ready. Ready, Peter? Yeah. You're up first. All right, let's go. We're going to be focusing on the Seahawks 49ers game. We're going to stay right there. 60 seconds on the clock. Let's roll. Who is the most important player on the field in this game, Peter? You just saw it. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. I don't think Brock Purdy is a, is a weakness for the 49ers. I think Brock Purdy is a strength. I think he's playing better football than Trey Lance was playing, better football than Jimmy Garoppolo, and I don't think he's going to be phased at all. Brock Purdy, I, I think he is just fine, and he's the most important player in this all game. Right. Got to go to the other side of the ball now. Which defensive player will loom largest in this matchup? I think Freddie Warner is the guy. I, everyone talks about Bosa, but I think Fred Warner is the guy in this game, hmm. and I think him roaming. Uh, he doesn't get enough credit, I think, as one of the best linebackers in the sport. He got paid, and now it's time to show just how great he is. Which celebrity superfan, indeed, would you most want to watch this game with? It sounds kind of you know, dark a little bit, but like, oh. 
Jeremy Renner is a diehard 49ers oh, yeah. fan. Okay, Jeremy Renner has about every bo bone in his body broken right yeah. now, and he's probably sitting in a hospital room right now watching this show, watching his Niners. I would love nothing more than to be with Renner and see a diehard oh. Niners fan have a moment of joy and light this weekend. Thanks to my, thanks Hi, to my guy, Renner. Patrick Queen. He's a massive Hawkeye fan. Yeah. Yes. his favorite superhero, yes. so maybe we can get an homage. Um, quickly, Peter, who would you cast to play yeah. Geno Smith in, a, in an amazing movie about his career? Geno Smith in a movie. Have you guys seen the Creed 3 trailer yet? No. Oh. Jonathan Majors is my pick okay, yeah, for yeah. Gino. He's in the new Ant-Man movie. This guy's everywhere. Jonathan Majors is my pick for, for Gino. So if you don't know Jonathan Majors, this is a guy who's oh, going to yeah. be playing Adonis Creed's buddy from juvenile detention who never got the opportunity. And Michael B. Jordan <laughs> gets the opportunity, and then they end up fighting in Creed 3. I have chills talking about this. Jonathan Majors is a badass, a great Fez. I think he has negative body fat percentage. He's on actually <laughs> minus Google, five. Google that one. Uh, this guy is the real deal. Jonathan Majors <laughs> is my pick as Geno Smith. All right. In the biopic. That's good. Jason, are you good. ready? I'm ready. All right. You're going to be on the radio call for Chargers Jaguars. I'm going to yes. give you 60 seconds on the clock. We're going to preview this game. Number one, what's going to be the decide? factor in Chargers-Jags. Come on, we know it comes down to the quarterbacks, and you've got to be able to affect those guys. Ronaldo Hill on the side, the defensive coordinator for the Chargers, then Mike Caldwell for the Jags. Can you force it and mix up looks on the Jags for Trevor Lawrence and make him hold on to the ball? And then on the opposite side, can you get after Justin Herbert? Can you get home and be able to sack him? Okay, you know all these quarterbacks inside and out, but which player needs to step up? And maybe it's an unknown guy or a guy you're not exactly circling beforehand. Yeah, I'm going to go with Joshua Palmer for the Chargers. <laughs> Mike Williams hasn't practiced this week, went out with a low back injury, and Joshua Palmer has stepped up during this season when he has been out and been able to make plays. He is going to be the guy the Jags are going to key in on Keenan Allen. Far more serious here, and I think a serious yeah. tone. Who's got better hair, Justin Herbert or Trevor Lawrence? Mm. For a guy who's follically challenged, I'm going to go with Trevor Lawrence because he has the longer of the it hair. Is longer. Yeah, I, I could use some of that. Also serious tone. Which NFL mascot Ooh. would you want to see rock the next Jackson DeVille Speedo? There's a lot of them. Which Ooh. one do you want to see? Man. And uh, you can go back to earlier in the season, Indianapolis is playing against the Philadelphia Eagles, and Justin Hurts, uh, Hurts scores the touchdown, and Blue, the mascot, is just thrusting oh, in the yeah, camera. Put the speedo on and do that same action, and we'd all... No love for... Uh, what's my guy, Major Tutty from yeah. the Commanders? No, 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 no love. Okay, Kyle, Giants, mm. Vikings. That's what we're going to be talking about. You have 60 yeah. seconds on the clock. Let's go. What's the one question you want answered from this game? Are the Vikings a great team or do they have a great record? What's going to happen? Are they going to win on a last-second field goal or are they going to lose by 40? Like, we've been talking about this for six months. It has to be one. It cannot be neither. I want to find that answer. Yeah, both of these head coaches have been amazing this year. Who is the better first-year coach, Dable or O'Connor? Dable. This is astonishing, the Giants are in the playoffs. Let's just take a hot second. Let's burn three seconds right here and just say, it's awesome that they're in the playoffs. Yeah. No one saw that coming. Yeah. Except maybe Sean O'Hara and we all laughed at him. Who will be trending on Twitter after this game? You would think it would be Cousins or Jefferson. You know I think it's going to be training on Twitter? Dalvin Cook. I think he's going to have a really big game. The Giants are weak against the run. I think they're going to pound him. Dalvin Cook, that sort of other guy who's awesome, will be talked about. What's your great fashion sense? This is a, yeah. a really good question. Who has the better fashion sense, Daniel Jones or Kirk Cousins? Oh, it's Cousins. Cousins has landed on uh, Land's End, ironically, Land's End Outlet. The thing with Dan Jones, he's still a young pup. He's still growing up. He hasn't got a second contract yet. So what you do is you start with the Old Navy, and you get that going, and then you up upgrade when you're ready to the gap, and then if they do extend them, you're ready to start throwing money around and go to the Republic. And then you're just done, and you're set for the next 30 years. So he's just not there yet. Kirk's set. 
Daniel Jones is coming. Jamie Erdahl, mm. uh, let's have you finish this thing off okay. by taking a look at the AFC East matchup between the Dolphins and Bills in the wild card in Western New York. 60 seconds on the clock. Let's go, All Jamie. Right. Which wideout will have a bigger game, Stephon Diggs or Tyreek Hill? Which wideout will have a bigger game? Unfortunately, I think it's going to be Stephon Diggs, but I think it needs to be mm. Tyreek Hill. I think Tyreek Hill needs to grab whatever quarterback's helmet is playing and say, I got you. I will go at whatever speed you need me to. I will become Superman size for you because he needs to be an X Factor, but I think it's different. What will the headline about this game on Monday morning be? Headline. Headline. Something like uh, dolphins drown in freezing water or something oh, yeah, like that so. because of the cold and the snow. It's going to be 15 degrees in Buffalo this weekend. Dolphins don't swim well in cold water. Which celebrity would you send to give the dolphins a pregame speech? <laughs> Taylor Swift, I feel like she solves all problems, and I feel like she, no matter what Jason's laughing at to my left right now, like, she plays to all the crowd. So, Taylor Swift, get in there, write a song about it, give him some motivation. Yeah, don't look directly in the sun, look in the mirror. Yes. All right, let's change it up a little bit. Which Taylor Swift song best describes this matchup, Jamie? I'm going to go back to uh, Red. Now she is, hopefully that's the next album she's going to redo. Taylor's version. There's a song on there called Treacherous. Mm-hmm. Treacherous. And there's a lyric within that song that goes, and I'd be smart to walk away, but you're quicksand. This slope is treacherous. Mm. This path is reckless. Mm-hmm. It's super wild card weekend. Emphasis on wild card. We're doing a new segment. It says it right there. Aces wild. Here's what we're going to do, guys. Kind of like a little bit of wheeling, dealing, a little blackjack action. We're going to focus on the quarterbacks. I'm going to deal you a face card, and the face card is going to be a quarterback, and then you have to say who will be that quarterback's ace this weekend. So, you know, the the face card's a 10, the ace is 11, you get blackjack. Peter, let's start with you before we deal your face card. Give us a uh, a safe, long ago, a blackjack memory. Safe. (laughs) Playing blackjack. Sure. Uh, I I once hit on 17 and got, like, verbally undressed by an old man at the Claridge Casino in Atlantic City. Yeah, like, screaming at me like this (laughs) Claridge. The Claridge. All right, Peter, let's see what you get. Deal, Peter, or Peter, a card. Peter, here's your card. Take a card. Blah, 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 blah. Who you got, Peter? Oh, there he is. That big Josh? That's big Josh. Josh. Peter, who's his ace? You know what's interesting? To me, Josh Allen's ace in this game, Mm -hmm. the ace in this game is Sean McDermott for just keeping emotions Mm -hmm. at this and realizing there's a football to play. I think the emotional roller coaster of these last two weeks has been incredible. The X's and O's are going to take care of themselves. The roster right now is healthier and better in Buffalo. They're in their home building. But I think that place is going to be so electric. Mm. And now Hamlin's out of the hospital. All these things are going great for the Bills and their emotions are so high. Mm -hmm. Chill. Sean McDermott. Chill. Mm-hmm. Usa. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be key. So Sean McDermott and getting these guys to just remember there's a football game on the field and stay focused on that. That's going to be the huge. Sometimes like you got to stay focused when you got 17 in front of you too, Peter. Just don't do the stupid thing. Uh, Jamie Riddell, you're up. Uh, quick memory before we deal. Oh, blackjack, blackjack. Um, you know, I love college basketball. I cover the NCAA tournament. I, there is a story for another time of a night at a casino with Charles Barkley. Good, oh, good, good we friend, need. And that's, that's all we need. need. So if you want to go have a good time, play blackjack with Charles Barkley. Give Jamie a card. Josh Allen is out of the deck if you're counting quarterbacks here oh we'll, we'll score oh you out oh but let's oh see who the next one is oh you got Trev oh yeah who's his ace long hair don't care his guy's A. Jones let's ah. go with A. Jones I, the run game it's going to be there and I know the, the Clemson connection is there I could easily go Doug Peterson but I won't because I think that's already there we've seen these little spots these little flashes of Trevor Lawrence's A. Jones I think it needs to be a lot more than a flash because we saw it was a tough first half for the Jaguars tough third quarter kind of a tough whole game last weekend for the Jags to get into this position, but now they're here. You mm. gotta, you gotta 
make an opportunity of it. Zay Jones, let's go. Let's start this thing off right at home. At home, Zay Is Jones. this sneaking the, mo- the best game of the weekend? I love this I believe game. So. Might be. I love Vikings, Giants. Don't you? Giants. Don't you? Yeah. you think that way? Do you know who's on the call for this game? No. Adam Lorenzo is. As part of his emeritus role, Al Michaels is on the call yeah. for this game. Al I'm Michaels is doing Chargers Jags. Al Michaels is on the call for this game. Wow. How cool is As that? From a long way from Lake Placid. Cool, cool. Uh, Jay, quickly give us a blackjack memory. Go ahead. Yes, mine is not in a casino like these two people. Mine is yes. my grandmother. Growing up, she loved <laughs> to play cards. We'd go over there, spend the night. We'd have our little dollar bills. My grandmother would take all my money in blackjack. Oh, look at her just cleaning up. Let's give Jay a face a card. Age. Give Jay a card, any card. And it won't be Lawrence. It won't be Alan. Jason, your face card is... Oh, the Purdy Ooh, man. Oh, Brock Purdy. <laughs> so I'm going to make this too complicated. Brock Purdy, his ace is the San Francisco 49ers defense. Nick Bolsa, Fred Warner, all of those guys. Talanoa Hufunga. He's going to need the defense to show up and perform how they've done all season for them to continue their 11-game straight mm. winning. Brock Purdy has not lost a game yet. Mm. It'd be really fun on Monday to keep saying Talanoa Hufunga. Oh, one of our favorite guys. Yeah. Six or all right, I'll deal with myself a card. Uh, my memory story? is quick. Long before either of us were employed by any sports broadcasting entity, uh, I had a great night of blackjack with someone who is now a prominent figure for CBS sports who will remain nameless. It is the best time I've ever had at a blackjack table. This guy was alive. Adam Shine went nuts. Hit me on 16. <laughs> My guy. Gene the dealer. You wanted him. You got him. Love you. Alright, give, give me a face card. It was not Adam Shine. Give me a face card. Give it to me. Give it to me. Hit me. Hit me. My guy. Oh. Kirk Cousins. Uh, listen, I talked about this earlier. The Jefferson thing is massive. Of course. Thielen, everybody. Dalvin Cook is going to win or lose this game for the Vikings. And I know it's not that fun because you want to have Cousins. You want to have Dalvin Cook has been quiet because it's all Jefferson. The Giants run defense gives him 140 yards per game. Mm. That is my stat of the week. Does anybody have any other guesses, Peter? I know you're chomping at the bit to guess who this, the person from CBS <laughs> I think was. I know. I'm not going to I'm not gonna say you who. You do? I think I know. You do? I think I know. Do you know? You're I former. Do know. You I do? I know. Oh, then don't say it. Wow. I, I don't know why we can't say it. We know. didn't do anything wrong. It's just not a little dicey. It was great. <laughs> I, now I'm nervous about my story that I told. Was Sir, like, please. Please watch your language, sir. Sir, no phones on the table, sir. Yes, go. Yes, Kyle, I think I, we got to see from the eye of the sky. Romo. <laughs> it's almost fate. I split aces. It's almost fate. The eye of the sky. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he didn't need it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Everybody um, loves Brock Purdy, and these Niners are on an he's absolute him. roll. But he's still just a rookie. He's stepping, got that dog in him as he steps into the playoffs for the very first time. But has Brock Purdy shown you enough to erase any doubt in the 49ers' ability to make a Super Bowl run past this weekend? Yeah, of course he's shown us enough. The body of work when Purdy entered into the game in that Miami one, he goes out there, he chucks two touchdown passes. He hasn't blinked. He continues to perform each and every week. It's like, all right, the next week, all right, well, let's see him as a starter he goes out there Brock Purdy has not lost a game yet on top of that this guy's thrown 13 touchdowns to only three interceptions so yes we can keep going and say oh well he's never played in a playoff game all right now he has to face Seattle Seahawks again he's already done it once can he do it again now they know him there's going to be so many different tests until he conquers them. So we should have confidence because he hasn't given us any reason to doubt. And then when you look at the other quarterbacks in the NFC mm-hmm. and what it's going to take for him to get to the Super Bowl and make a run, you guys tell me. There's doubts on everybody. Jalen Hurts just came back off an injury. The crew. They barely squeaked past the Giants' backups this past week. Tom Brady, we know he's the GOAT. He's the guy. But the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have not played good football for the entire season. Dak Prescott, as you go down the line, all we've talked about is the last game where he's thrown so many interceptions. He threw the pick six to Kyle Fuller this past one. Go on to Kirk Cousins. There's a whole storybook about Kirk Cousins. Kyle Brandt's probably the only guy defending him in sports media. And then you go on to Daniel Jones. The question mark is, is he going to be the Giants quarterback of the future? Does he have enough? And then Geno Smith, as well as he's played this season, there's still a ton of doubt on how Seattle finished the season. So for Brock Purdy in that NFC, with his defense that he has on the other side, with the way Kittle has played down the stretch, we don't have a reason to doubt him right now because he has performed well when he's gotten his opportunities. To me, it's bigger than this game. Mm. Like, if they lose on Saturday, it would be a Seattle. shocking upset, right? We enter next offseason, it's like Purdy or Lance, Purdy mm-hmm. or Lance. If they win uh-huh, uh-huh. and they win again, I'm going that much forward. That's what I think. Like, Brock Purdy is that established, and I think he will challenge Trey Lance for the starting job next year, a former number three overall pick who has been crowned the guy not only once before, but for years as the uh. future. Mm-hmm. Here comes Mr. Irrelevant. How do you take the, the, the rock out of Purdy's hands? It reminds me a little bit about Brady and Bledsoe. Brady was a sixth-round pick, and he went and had this miracle Super Bowl run, and the following year, Belichick's like, I'm going with Brady. I'm not going it works. with Bledsoe. I don't care how much money we play, Drew. Mm. And everyone was shocked at the time, and it was the right decision. Brock Purdy is about to embark on a four-game journey right now, and I don't think they're going to be one and done. I think it's a four-game journey. I think Brock Purdy can get this team to the Super Bowl. And if they do that, we might be talking about Brock Purdy as the guy in San Francisco. In fact, I think most Niners fans would say it's a, it's a non-starter if he does it. What a story it's been for 2022. To me, this story is about the future of the San Francisco 49ers as a whole. Mm. You lose this game, 
That job's not yours next year. It's a fight. You got a battle trailer. What do you think he has to do? What if he wins the wild card, loses the divisional? Like, what is the? I think it's a battle then next year. It's a training camp. What if he wins the divisional and gets to the title game? Every it's a four-game journey. Every knock along the way is less of an argument to be loyal to Trey Lance, who you drafted in the draft two years ago. Because Brady won the whole dang thing. There was no conversation. You had to go to it. That's what's interesting about this. I'm not trying to dismiss the Seahawks here. I think Brock Purdy's been amazing. I told you on Monday's show that I think he's the offensive rookie of the year despite only playing in six games. That's how much I think of Brock Purdy. You lose this game, though, (laughs) Trey Lance has an argument next year. Hey, Mm -hmm. I'm the number three overall pick. I was injured. Let me fight for this thing. Mm -hmm. Purdy's job if he starts winning some of these things. You know, you were running through the 49ers quarterback competition. All I'm thinking of is like, what about Jimmy? I know. He still might be back. I, I, I will never believe he's going to be gone until he's gone. <laughs> All right. So you asked, has he erased any doubt whatsoever? Yeah. Of course there's doubts. There's some. I like him too. But like, we're going to the Brady thing. We're going big places here. It's a 23-year-old guy. He's 23. He's played well. He has a great team around him. There's always this time of year what I call the third and nine test. And that is when you see what someone is made of. This is not smacking around some team the regular season on the Shanahan Express. It is, wow, some team came to fight today that we maybe didn't expect, and maybe it's the Seahawks, and we're in a battle, and there's three minutes left, and we're actually down by two, and Brock Purdy steps up to the line, and it's third and nine, and you can't hand it to Debo or Christian or do one of these cool little plays. you got to step up and make the throw into the teeth of the Mm. Seattle defense, and that is when quarterbacks are made. That is when. I have not seen that from him. He still has a lot to prove. In the meantime, I think it's going to be much more about his surrounding cast. Can you name me the one running back who has faced the Niners' defense who had 100 total yards in the game? I would assume it's got to be Kenneth Walker if that's, yeah. It is not Kenneth Walker. Here we go. Mm, That's funny. It's interesting. It's Christian McCaffrey. That's the only guy to have done it against the Niners, who is now on the Niners. I think Christian McCaffrey is going to have a huge game. I think the Niners D's going to have a huge game. I think the Brock Purdy story is yet to be written. I think that'll be written in the divisional round, and when he gets a big third and nine, we'll see if he's suddenly the next franchise quarterback of the Niners. I still think he has something to prove. That's a really fascinating trivia. Pretty cool, right? It's like, you know, get him on the team, the guy that beat you. It's like, oh, go out and get Christian McCaffrey after he rushes 100 yards on you. My question with this young quarterback is, is it him or to Peter's cool plays bro this week, is it Kyle Shanahan? How long, if it is the coaching and the play calling and the, and I mean this as a compliment, Kyle Shanahan's been propping Brock Purdy up. Brock Purdy's played well, but Kyle Shanahan puts him in really good spots. He gives him a great decision-making tree, if you will. He has done all the right things to put Purdy in the perfect setting. But at one point, the setting is going to be perfect. Mm. At one point, like to Kyle's point, he's going to get put in the teeth into a garbage disposal of a situation where he's got his hands over his ear holes and he's trying mm-hmm. to hear and he just can't. And he's like, got to look at the wrist. He's got to go in the huddle. Something's going to happen here. Brock Purdy hasn't played a team twice yet in his short NFL career. Mm-hmm. He hasn't had a team get film on him, go back, get angry, say, I want to kill this young guy, I want to get out there, I'm going to eat him up, and then have to go out and play that team. It just, this weekend, this four game, however long this experience is, it's going to show us a lot. I, I don't think that, like, it's him now already. He has not, it's been regular season play. I you bring up a good question, though. Like, let's say they do beat Seattle and they're mm-hmm. at home and everything. Like, Brock Purdy going into Philadelphia. Yes. In like, prime, yeah. like, you know when we'll you see. that, that we'll scene that's where he's like, watch. he's yeah. looking around sure. the guys and he's like, can anybody hear that? Yeah. Is that what's happening? <laughs>
Because mm-hmm. <laughs> he wasn't like wasn't expected, obviously, to do this, and his college career has no history of like him going into these big games and you know. Big, it's why the NFL is so crazy this yeah. season. You look at these quarterbacks. You mentioned this Skylar Thompson starting a game. Like Snoop Huntley might start a game. Brock Purdy isn't even a shock when you start looking around. We're the not league. talking. Like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's Brock Purdy. Well, that's why I feel like it, it really, really is like a tip of the cap to Kyle Shanahan and what he's done with him. At point, some point, it has to become the guy. Though. And to that point, like I was looking. Around. Hearing what his teammates say about him. Like, he walks in the huddle, if somebody's messing up, tells him to shut the hell up and let him really? talk. Really? Like, I, I saw, I can't remember his name, was his college teammate at tight end, and he said his freshman year at Iowa State, he comes in there and they put 30 points up in the first half, and he goes off on the entire offense because, like, we can score 60. Mm. So it is a lot of Shanahan, mm-hmm. and I think just his demeanor and his attitude hearing. The first game he goes out there, Kittle, Debo, and Shanahan all say, let me, mm. let me ask you, they win a game this weekend, they go to the divisional round, they win another they get to the nfc championship game is it his job to lose or is it trey lance and him in an open competition i still think draft capital is huge i say it all the time here trey lance is a number three pick it's still going to be a competition a low round pick undrafted you have to prove yourself every year until you get a second hey listen round. zach wilson was number two pick uh, nobody's singing for him right now it's, yeah. if he gets this far, that's the guy that's gonna be fascinating though it's amazing it is uh, this is what i hate about the term that he is referred to as that we don't use on the show sure. anymore which is the, the position in which he was drafted this is brock purdy it's like everyone puts that upon him like oh poor guy he got drafted last and like to mm-hmm. hear that story like he has no stance yeah. on that whatsoever yeah. he's just like that mm-hmm. poor guy like, I am the guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just how he lives, it seems like. Last two quarterbacks taken in the 2022 draft, Brock Purdy and Skylar Thompson. Awesome Both starting Here we are. this week. Listen, by the end of it, Brock Purdy might be the king of that draft. Uh, Ian Rapport's going to join us now. The Niners, let's hang with them. They have a red-hot defense. What's the latest, though, with their coordinator, D'Amico Ryans, who feels like is on everybody's list to interview as a head coach? Red-hot defense, red-hot defensive coordinator, D'Amico Ryans, uh, one of the hottest, if not the hottest candidates, has four interview requests. There's only five openings. He has requests in, uh, from four of those teams. They are the Denver Broncos, Houston Texans, Carolina Panthers, and then yesterday the Arizona Cardinals one came. There has not been a lot of coach requests from the Arizona Cardinals, mostly focusing on the GM search, but they wanted to get this in for D'Amico Ryan's. That, I think, speaks pretty uh, loudly just about what they think of him, and, and I think it's pretty clear what the league thinks of him. No doubt he is a future head coach. He's been a future head coach since he was a player, uh, including for the Texans, by the way, who want to interview him. So uh, these interviews will be scheduled at some point after the 49ers game this weekend. But there is a very real chance that D'Amico Ryans becomes a head coach this year. Thank you very much. All right, coming up on Good Morning Football, never count out an underdog. So there's this thing. It's called a pep talk. We've lined a couple of them up. We've picked our teams. Call of the wild card is coming up. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.